The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. There is boy child, Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day, and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. December 22nd. It isn't officially Christmas Eve, of course, but this is our Christmas Eve-themed afternoon show. Lots of uh, Christmas music this afternoon, and of course... Santa! Santa Claus is coming to town. He'll be here around 3 o'clock to take your calls. So remember, well, of course, not all of your calls. We want to take children's calls, so start thinking about that right now. Well, the number that you're going to call when the time is right is 496-0063, but you want to talk to your children right now, get their lists lined up, and then we'll start parking calls right before 3. Yeah, absolutely, just before we go to the uh, 3 o'clock news, because we don't want to waste any time. That's right. He's a busy man right now. He is a busy guy. It was good that he made uh, made time for us. Can't wait to see him again. I'm always so excited. We have so many great guests on this show and some regular, some one time only, but Santa Claus always makes time for us here on the afternoon news and it's always such a thrill to have him in. Requests are already coming in for music and yes, we will play music all afternoon and some clips from some of your favorite Christmas movies as well. Uh, Dominic the Italian Donkey. Is it Dominic the Christmas donkey? Dominic yeah, whatever. Donkey. We know what you're talking uh, about. Thistle, thistle bear. Yeah, thistle bear, all right. Thistle hair, the Christmas bear. Whatever. No, Bo's not in the studio, and no, the wheels have not been done yet. Oh, Andrew. Yes, ma'am. I have something for you. Oh, we agreed not I to. I know. Oh. I know we agreed. I got you Nothing, something. and that's fine. Okay. Because you talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. and how you wanted to um, to find one, the melting snowman. And I found one. No for way! You. Merry Thank Christmas! Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you too. I got you actually. I did get you something. As <laughs> he looks around the studio, <laughs> it's in my briefcase. <laughs> I had no plans on getting you anything. Then I saw that, and I knew that you. We had talked oh, about it on the show yesterday. That's fabulous. I was at. Um, was it melts chap- again and again, it yeah, says. That I was, was at my chapters, question. and there's a whole bunch of them. Oh, that's And it was nice. funny because as, as I'm standing in line, mm-hmm. the fellow behind me says, that's exactly what I'm looking for. I heard you and Andrew talking <laughs> really, about eh? it today. And he says, but I couldn't find it. I said, they're right over there. Well, and you know, as coincidence would have it, I got this exact thing for Carol. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm going to see Carol tonight, so I'm going to tell her to make sure. So don't you mention can't it. can't re-gift my gifts. I'm not re-gifting it. I'm, I'm making sure. Jesperson last okay. year was wanting to re-gift my Secret Santa gifts. I'm like, you can't do that. Those are really good Secret Santa gifts. Really? Well, he talked about it on the air, and I was at home just like, oh, 
are you? Just stop it. It's funny because we're we're aware of the fact that a lot of people listen to the show, right? Mm-hmm. But we oftentimes, I think, forget that our co-workers do <laughs> because, you know, we have a little fun at their expense from time to time. It always comes back. Oh, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm I going to give you that. You can start building well, it if you. you would like. Oh, my goodness. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. let's watch okay. it. Um, All right. I don't know how it works, but I'll start working on that right now. Okay. There we go. I got you. I did get you something. Right. Oh, by the way, a listener dropped something off. Fabulous. I think their name is Paul, and you can text me if it wasn't uh, Paul. I think it was, because we're closed uh, at reception today. So uh, there's not that you can't pick up anything, and there's nobody down there. But we're making. There's a phone if it's an emergency, and somebody will get uh, somebody will come on down. But I had mentioned the other day, of course, that uh, my mom was on rations mm-hmm. at Christmas time. And, uh, during the war, during not the now. War, yeah, it's Second World War, and they've dropped off an authentic, actual rations. Yeah, that's book. very cool. It's really cool because, to be honest with you, I've never seen one. I've mm-hmm. never, I've seen pictures of, it, but I've never held one in my hands. And what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to package it up and send it to my mom because yeah. I think she would be absolutely thrilled to see it. But it's pretty cool. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for that. For thinking of uh, that. Someone has put in the request for a John Barrio Holy Night. Trust me, I dubbed it over. It is possibly my most my most favorite, my favorite really? version of that um, of that uh, traditional carol. Oh, this is complicated. You can give us a shout at 4960063 today if you have a Christmas memory that you would like to share with us. If you have a Christmas thought, whatever, let us know. Um, it's it's a day about uh, just feeling good, reminiscing. Oh, you know what I need to... What channel is the uh, Shaw Fireplace on? Oh, the log? I'm not yeah. really sure. I feel sort of left out because the television monitor in this studio is behind me, so I have to swing my chair around to see it. Because, of course, the the feature that we all wait for is the guy's arm, right, when he stokes the fire or adds a log. I don't know what channel the show is. This is complicated, Jay. Uh, Take the putty from the pot uh, and mold it to the shape you want. Okay. (laughs) Shape the snowman's body using the putty. All right. Leave your newly created snowman, and within a few hours, it will slowly melt. Okay. I'm in. Well, you might as well. You better do it now because yep. we only have a couple of hours. We will be going straight through to uh, 6 o'clock tonight. Darn tootin' we will. And um, I'm okay, going to need don't know scissors. Cha- okay. I have no idea what channel the shot. All right. Well, don't worry pieces. about it. It's there. Okay. Mm. There. Just uh, I'm going to need scissors for this. It, it, it's complicated. Uh, hey, before Santa comes in, and yes. I know we've got lots of music to play this afternoon, and we've got, but I thought as a... We're continuing with it. We don't leave our regular adult listeners out mm-hmm. either of mm-hmm. our Christmas uh, extravaganza this afternoon. So I thought it might be nice uh, to text us at 630-630 or if you prefer to phone us at 496-0063 uh, before 3 o'clock with maybe some of your favorite Christmas memories. doesn't necessarily have to be as a child, but possibly it was last year. Maybe it was this year. Um, something that you remember. And, and I'll start us off because my favorite Christmas memory is the Christmas that I went overseas to entertain our troops. Mm -hmm. And we came back um, on Christmas Eve, but our flight out of uh, Greece was delayed, our armed forces flight. And the armed forces, uh, the the base did everything they could to clear us through customs as quickly as they could in Trenton and and then onto a bus and down to uh, Pearson. But we missed our flights. And everybody was trying to get back to somewhere different. absolutely. Right? Because these are big troops with a lot of... I I mean, uh, not troops as in military people, but, you know... uh, 
entertainment troops. So uh, everybody's trying to get somewhere different, coast to coast. And you can imagine on Christmas Eve at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, how few people are actually working at an airport, right? And those that are, are probably the ones that drew the short straw. So they They're might, not really happy to yeah, be there. Yeah, they're not happy and they're probably not, you know, the highest of seniority. So we had missed all our flights and it was Air Canada that we were booked on for everything. And it was just... Not, it falls short of being a Christmas miracle, but it was a Christmas memory I'll never forget. There was 40 of us standing there, and an Air Canada representative saying to the leader of our group, the uh, producer, that they could get us all on flights, and they could get us all home, but everybody was going to have to pay a change fee. So it was going to be 300 and some dollars a person, yeah. And uh, I listened to the conversation from a distance for a time, and then I just stepped forward and said... Uh, Here's how this is going to work. And, and I just explained to them that all of these people gave up Christmas with their families so that we could entertain troops who have given up much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the nation's carrier, and you represent, you right now represent this nation's carrier. And what you're going to do for us is you're going to get each of us on a flight, you're going get to get each home. of us home, and you're not going to charge us anything. And she looked at me and she went, fine. We'll go bankrupt like Canadian. And I said, I can live with that. And then she got us all on flights. So they did take care of us. They take these things very seriously. Uh, but it was there was something magical, honestly, about arriving in Edmonton just shortly after midnight on Christmas yeah. Eve. And when I got home, my extended family, who I sometimes mock, had all assembled at my house. So when I got home from the airport, they were all there. My brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, yeah, the kids, everybody was there. And basically, you know, we always do that Chinese... The Chinese dinner, yeah. They had brought the Chinese food to our house, so we had it at our house that uh, that Christmas. And it's just always stuck with me as just a great Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Carol and I didn't get each other presents that year. I recall that as well. Yeah, except for the the, uh, customer service at the... At the airport. Well, I can understand it because you know what? I, well, and really, no, we all want to be somewhere else on Christmas I know. Eve other than an airport. Let's I, be real. I, I, I sort of, you know, rationalized it in my head that the individual I was talking to is probably low in seniority, and that's why she's working on Christmas Eve, number one. And number two, I thought, well, 40 times $300 a change fee, mm-hmm. that's a significant amount of yeah, revenue for, sure. for her to just write off, right? So I sort of understood where she was coming from, but. You know, like I say, the bigger picture was we had all given up mm-hmm. Christmas, basically. I mean, yeah, thankfully we got home for Christmas morning, but we gave up those two weeks before Christmas, two or three weeks before Christmas. For sure. Um, so there was no family time, no visiting, no parties, no nothing. Um, so I felt like that's the least they could do. Absolutely. And they did it. So in the end, they did it. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to have a hissy fit right here. Uh, The Shaw Log is apparently on channel 222. We don't get channel 222 or 165 in here. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it doesn't go up that high. Really, yeah? Yeah, we don't have that much of these. Oh, it's on 60. Okay, what's that? It was partially there. 65? And this is why typically you're not allowed to control the clicker. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're doing now. We're now we're watching an HGTV show. Maybe they'll start a fire. Oh, opening Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh... All right. Should we reset the table, take our first break? I'll run out and get scissors so that I can open this package of putty and start assembling my, uh, my snowman. And then I'll tweet out a picture of it before and after. A pre-melt. How come you never asked me what my favorite memory is? Well, I thought that you would jump in if you had one. I didn't want to put you on of the spot. I have a f- well, let's hear memory. it. 
We can, the break can wait. <laughs> I do want to hear this. What's your favorite memory? Let's take God, a break. I, I no, knew you were going to do that. <laughs> that is so typical of you. So we're going to do what I suggested, but it's going to be your idea. No, 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 no. No, no because you, were no. Going, you, you weren't going to ask me. So I was Well, you were busy trying to find the fire log. You weren't talking. And I thought, okay. I was listening to you. All curious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Santa Claus. I got the whole show in a sack on my back. Oh, change to a world news channel and talk about some issues. Okay, it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> now, why don't you do that? And then you'll be happy and we'll be happy. There you go. This afternoon, drummer boy. <laughs> Do you mean a little Johnny Reed, not little Johnny Reed? A little Johnny Reed. Yeah, there you did, go. Did I say little Johnny? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm just uh, blurring my words. I know together. you want to get to this text. Uh, uh, well, actually, someone asked, you know, whose beautiful voice oh. was that singing Silent Night? So as we went into the break, yeah. that's actually Kelly Clarkson. If you watch the whole um, the whole uh, YouTube video, it's Kelly Clarkson, Trisha Yearwood, and Reba McIntyre. The whole song is absolutely spectacular. Beautiful. This one, J&A, can you pass <laughs> oh, this poor, along? I feel bad for you. I do as well. J&A, can you pass this along? to Chedville. I'm broken down on the Twilliger Bridge over Henday, and I didn't do it on purpose, so stop <laughs> blowing your horns at me. Yes, my four ways are on, and yes, my hood is up. I won't be here very long. You know, why are you blowing the horns at him? Come on, he, it's Christmas come time, on. folks. He, yeah, it's Christmas time. And Little goodwill toward men. The one man. other thing that, you know, one thing that I noticed last night was out and about, and um, was driving on Calgary Trail, and when people are trying to get back out onto Calgary Trail from all of the different stores and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, you let them in to be kind and Christmassy. Yes. Or just nice. Yeah. And not not one of them did the wave. <laughs> no. Oh, I know. Not I've one been, of them said I have Thank not been you. getting any waves. It's like, I know you're all stressed. <laughs> I know but y'all I don't have to let you in here. <laughs> uh, so listen, you wanted to say what your favorite Christmas memory was, and I'm anxious to hear what it is. Oh. Okay. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I think probably... You better have a damn Christmas memory. <laughs> I do. I have lots of Christmas okay. memories, but I think one of my favorite Christmas memories um, was um, when I was living in Belleville at 31 Robertson Lane, and I don't know if it was... Um, 
a good year for my folks. It seemed like a good year when you went downstairs and, you know, the Christmas, it was just jam-packed with with toys. And there were, I remember cross-country skis. It was when we first started cross-country skiing. So I'm guessing that we were around seven, eight, eight years of age, that sort of thing. And uh, I've, I've told parts of this story before uh, on this show, but I had really wanted a Paddington bear. Oh, for yeah. Christmas. You know, the Paddington Bear who wears sure. a little blue jacket and the little yellow hat. Um, I love Paddington Bear, but my mom couldn't find a true Paddington Bear for me. Um, so she found a teddy bear that looked similar to Paddington, <laughs> but then she made the little jacket and made the little hat, and I just... To me, that was just absolutely spectac- spectacular. I forget about the, the skis, forget about what everything. That, that, to me, was just so absolutely special. And I look back on it now and thinking about my mom actually taking the time to make it and, mm-hmm. and, and do it for me. And it means even more now. That bear stayed with me. It's still in a box somewhere downstairs. I slept with that bear well into my first marriage. It's a bear in a box. It was a bear in a box, <laughs> yeah. So that was just, it was just one of my all-time, you know, you, you think over the years the number of, toys you get or the clothes mm-hmm. you get but that one still stands out um, like nobody's business. That's that's the one for me. That's nice. Uh, just to update our listeners, I've now completed my melting snowman and I will tweet a picture of it shortly. Uh, it's cool in here. It might not melt. Uh, no, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's actually already starting to look a little goofy. So I, I will... <laughs> my Twitter handle is GrossAndrew G-R-O-S-E Andrew. But uh, yeah. Oof. Boy, yeah. No, I... Not sure what's happening with that thing, but how much fun is that, hey? Well, there you go. Right. It's done now. Um, I know we talked about this uh, yesterday in the last couple of days, but there was a couple more. There's a couple more uh, robbers on the loose, eh? Yeah, I tweeted out their pictures as well. You can see that, as did Global and 630 Ched. Uh, So uh, a man, a woman, I know it's been on our newscast as well, and not thought to be operating together. All the details are on our website. but again, you know, the woman in the picture looks like she's got quite the haul. She's got a huge box, you know, and then other boxes yeah. on top of it. And some of them marked like Panasonic. So, you know, there's probably something quite valuable in there. And, you know, come on. There's so many agencies. And I know I got at least one email after we talked about it last time from somebody who said, well, maybe they're... You know, they don't need it enough to steal it the, off someone's There's yard. never there's, a reason to steal Go to the Christmas Bureau. Yeah. Go to Santa's Anonymous. Go to whatever it is. No, they're stealing things to flip it to make money. Probably, well. Yeah, no, don't say that, but it's probably true. Hi, Jane. Hi, I'd like to wish you all Merry Christmas and your families, but I'll give you my memory. Okay. okay. When we were, weren't rich and we lived on a farm, I'm in my 70s, so I can go back quite a ways, but we didn't have much, and one year I got a gift. That's all we got. And then I went to my cousins because we were going to Grandma and Grandpa's for Christmas. And my cousin had so many gifts and I said to my mom, you mean you can have more than one gift? <laughs> and I think that's the trouble with society. We have got to the state state where we need more stuff. And you know what? Our houses can't hold more stuff. Our garages can't hold more stuff. We need stuff in the storage place. No, we don't. Let's get practical. We can't afford it. And what do we do with it? Later on, we're like the Grinch. We put it in the trash. Or give it to someone else. You know, it's funny. Carol and I were talking about this mm-hmm. the other day, um, just about how 
when we had less means that we have now. Things are going pretty good for us the last few years. But that was when we would enter into even more debt because we thought that if you bought a bunch of stuff, it would sort of make you forget that you'd had financial struggles and all it does is increase them, Yeah, it just moves it till January. Yeah, puts it off until January. You're absolutely right. I'll tell you what's important. Getting together with family and making memories that you could treasure for a lifetime, and it doesn't cost that much, and you can, if you don't need some place to store it, your mind will hold those memories forever, and that's the blessing we get from Christmas. It's all about Christ, the baby that came, and may you all remember that. Thank you for your call, Jane. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Bye-bye. stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. is possibly my favorite Christmas carol ever. That version is so popular among his fans. Um, And so John Barry was a country singer really popular during uh, the 1990s. And we go to his concerts. It could be in the middle of summer and he would get requests to sing that song really? because just the way it builds mm-hmm. and his voice is so powerful. Yeah, and he never, he, he wouldn't do it. And I can remember asking him during an interview as well, will you do it? And he's like, no, that's Christmas. But he, mm. his family would go back to um, their church that they always go to and sing on Christmas Eve uh, for everyone in the town that they live in. Yeah, so mm. I just love John Barry. Yeah, I know we were talking about uh, Christmas memories. You want to hear a, an odd, not necessarily sure. positive one? So when I got married the first time, I married a Catholic uh, mm-hmm. lady and... We spent the first Christmas in uh, Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia, where her family was from, and I was really excited. Port Hawkesbury? Yeah, Port Hawkesbury, yeah. The first guy I ever lived with was from Port, Port Hawkesbury. Really? I probably know him because it's not that big a place. That's crazy. That is crazy. How have we been together all this time and Port Hawkesbury has never, never come, come up? up. Yeah. Huh. I think it's pronounced Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia, if you're pronouncing it properly. He he works in radio, too. Is that a fact? Anyway, okay. Hmm. Does that make us related? I don't think so. um... Um, So, but one of the things I was excited to do was go to a midnight mass, because I'd never been to one before. (laughs) And uh, I mistakenly thought, by the way, they're at midnight, but I don't know, maybe they are, maybe traditionally they were, but... It, it wasn't at midnight. But anyways, we went. So I don't know, 10 o'clock at night. I don't know. I'm not sure. And the church is packed. Like it's standing room only for this thing. And I thought, oh, this is great. Because it, it sort of embodies Christmas and you're in a church. And like our caller said, you know, it's all about it's all about the baby Jesus. right? So I thought this is perfect. Um, so the priest comes out. And, you know, I'm a... I'm a Protestant and a member of the United Church, which is barely a church. No offense to anybody, but, uh, you know, you can get away with a lot. Uh, Catholics, not as much. So the priest gets up and he says, you know, I look out at this congregation and I see that we've run out of chairs. I see that every possible space is taken. I see that 
that everybody from town has come tonight. And do you know what that tells me? And I thought, oh my God, it sent a chill down my spine because I thought he's going to say, this is the magic of Christmas. Mm. Nope. What he said was, that tells me there's way more Catholics than are showing up to our regular Sunday services. Saying <laughs> <laughs> you're only showing up once a year. Yeah, he ripped into them. You know what? My mom, um, my mom went to the Catholic Church for a very long time, and she would get rather ticked off at times on Christmas when she'd go. She couldn't get good she seats. Couldn't get, she couldn't get her, couldn't <laughs> get her seats. <laughs> That's funny. We went, um, so the cathedral in Sault Ste. Marie, uh, one Christmas and was home. I think it was one of my first year college, and uh, it, you know you stand up, stand down. But I, I wasn't feeling well. I had a, a touch of the flu, mm. and I had turned to my brother, my ma, and I said, "I'm I'm going to get sick. Like I'm, I'm um, I need to get out of here." <laughs> and we were sitting out quite close to the front because you know my 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 mom always believed in sitting as close to the front as possible so mm. I get up and I have a pair of high heels on and my brother's helping me down the aisle because I'm all woobly 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 and then all you hear at the back of the church is crash <laughs> boom <laughs> nigh nigh just passed right out <laughs> just sprawled you passed right out and to the back of the church you're putting that down to the flu it was the flu. All right. Yeah, it was the flu. And my brother, <laughs> my, my family calls me Jenny. And she, Jenny, Jenny, come on, get up. You can't be, can't be laying around in the back of the church. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm going to, I'm going to get sick. And so you can just imagine my brother and I, because we're just fighting back and forth. Like, shut up. <laughs> get up. <laughs> so he kind of gets me up and drags me out to the front of the church. And there's like eight steps or 10 steps up to the front of the church. And I'm just like, hey, sprawled on the front of the church. And I think that was the last time I was ever back at the cathedral. Do you know, uh, while we're talking about church mishaps, oh man! and I'm not even sure how I can tell this story, so you're going to have to use oh. your imagination a little bit. So my mom used to take me to church every Sunday. And I was too little to go to uh, nursery school there yeah. was, or Sunday school, I guess they call it. So the, my brothers and sister would go to uh, church, whatever that thing was, and I would stay with my mom, right? And she was good. My mom had a purse, like I've said, that bottomless. Like she could pull anything out yeah. of it, no matter what it was. Here's candy. Here's a yeah, yo-yo. Here's exactly. a TV. But my toy of choice was always just a little pad of paper and a pen. So she would just give me a pad of paper, and I would sit there, and I would draw and write. And, and I'd be totally well-behaved. Nobody heard yeah. a peep out of me. So one year or one weekend at Christmas, my mom had donated her time to something else. So she told my dad that he had to take us all to church, <laughs> right? So, okay. So the place is packed because it's Christmas time. So now, and she'd instructed them that, listen, at 10 o'clock or whatever time it is, all the big kids go. So you just send them and they know what they're doing. Yeah. With Andrew, just give him a piece of paper and a pen and he'll be fine, right? So my dad, a lot like me, or I'm a lot like him. So it comes to that time, the big kids leave. And my dad pulls out a pen, but it's a fountain pen. Because my dad, you know, he believed <laughs> in... Yeah. yeah. So he hands me this fountain pen and a piece of paper. And, of course, I monkeyed with the fountain pen. Mm. And my Sunday suit sort of thing and my white shirt uh -huh. were suddenly covered in blue ink. So, And my dad doesn't notice, but I notice. So I'm looking down like, oh, geez. Like, I'm just covered in blue I'm ink. I'm in trouble. Yeah, and it's on my hands. And I've touched the mm. pew ahead of me. And it's a huge mess. But my dad hasn't noticed yet. And the minister says something along the lines of, let us all bow our heads and pray. And that was the exact moment that my dad looked over, probably to see if I was doing that, and realized 
the calamity that had taken yeah. place. So as everyone became extremely quiet, <laughs> let us now bow our heads and pray, you just hear my dad go, ah, for a f- <laughs> 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 He dropped the F-bomb right there. Uh, ah, for a f- yeah. Mm. Sake, I believe that ended with. Mm. Then my later on, my mom asked him in the car home, "Everything, everything goes smoothly." He goes, "Yeah, I think so." <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, broke down guy on Twitter again in large capital letters. Seriously, does anybody know what four way flashes and a raised hood means? Good lord! <laughs> uh, someone just texted us. You know what I love about you guys? The fact that you guys have worked together for years and you're still discovering new things about it's true. each other. Yeah, it's true. All the time. Oh, I'm an atheist. Thank God. Hey, whatever blows your skirt up. Whatever blows your My skirt up. My snowman has almost completely melted. When it's done, I'll tweet another picture. We I put the original the one up. I'm just going to put it right back up again. This is so entertaining, this thing. I knew it would be. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. If I'd have had that when I was in church, I wouldn't have been needed no the fountain pen. Yeah. You ever had in the, in the church, my brother and I would... No one in the family sings well. Okay, well, no judgment here, but okay. Yeah, no one in the family sings well. Yeah. You know, Chedville, you've heard me You've heard me sing. Uh, you I know I, we've all heard it. I can't sing to save my life. Um, my mother, exceptionally poor singer. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be, she'd start to sing. It's like, no, no, ma, 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 no, shh, shh. So we're shushing our mom mm, in church. It's like, no, sad. I'm lifting my voice to, you know, sing. I'm like, no, mom. <laughs> No one wants to hear that. Do you know it doesn't matter? It, it doesn't matter. The and then there's always that there's always that woman in the in the behind you that can sing like nobody's course, business. That was like my the, mother. Or's got the one that goes, oh, Yeah, that was my mom. Pipes like nobody's business. Really? Oh yeah. She sounded like a professional singer, but could only do hymns. <laughs> but belted them out. I think a lot of it has to do with confidence. She just oh. oh, people want to know if we can sing the sloth song. Uh, can, See, like well, us? Here's the problem, Chedville. We we asked. Yeah, we don't have. We it asked. Yet. We asked, and we're still waiting for Chedville to come up with the um, Sammy, Sammy the, the seasonal, seasonal sloth. sloth song. And by the way, I've already got a spin-off, Susie the seasonal sloth. Oh, Sammy that's, and Susie. I know, but that's down the road, oh, right? Okay. It's all about merchandising. Just takes a while to get it done, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I need a little help with this one. <laughs> Sam. Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Oh, why, of course I am. You're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Uh, happy birthday, of course. Uh, so, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a great movie, Elf. Eh? Elf. I, swear I to never, God. I never wanted to watch that movie, and then I Why? did, and then the ending was the ending like, brings me to tears. It made me cry it made too. Made me cry, and I've seen it six times. Oh boy! Yikes! Yikes! Hey. Um, Santa's coming up in just about yes. 13 or 14 minutes. So it might now be a good time if uh, if you're able to put in that kind of time on hold to start parking the calls. So if you have a child that would like to talk to Santa, now will be the time to think about that. 496-0063. And Bree in the other studio <laughs> will take the call and park you and get the child's name or children's names or whatever. And then we can start off uh, with a, a nice bank of phone calls for Santa. Because we don't want to waste Santa's time. We want Santa to have oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. 4960063. Here's a little sort of uh, not Christmassy themed, perhaps, but winter themed piece of information. We are the afternoon news after all, so why not? Saw this today. I think it's brilliant. Uh, It's a guy named Bruce Zawalski. Bruce Zawalski. I hope I'm saying your last name uh, correctly. He's a survival expert. And I saw an article uh, in which uh, he was interviewed about winter driving and winter road trips. And I, you know that it's a busy time of year for the airlines, of course, but there's also a ton of people out there. A lot of people hitting the roads right now, too. Exactly. And many people getting off work tonight and then heading down or tomorrow. So he had some great suggestions for what should go in your car. And they're pretty simple, uh, but you might not have thought of them all. So what his first suggestion is, dress for the weather that you're driving in, not for the weather that uh, is inside your car. So in other words, yeah, your car has a heater, and yeah, the windows can be rolled up, and so you could go in shorts if you wanted to. But his first suggestion is, bring the clothes that you would need if you were actually walking in that weather. So winter jacket, parka, gloves, hat, scarf, boots, and those chemical hand warmers that you have sometimes. So that's a basic start. You do that. But then he suggested, and I've heard this before, uh, a baggie with those little tea lights, you know, those uh, little Mm -hmm. candle sort of things? Because two of those on your dash, and by the way, with matches and a lighter, don't be forgetting that, two of those on your dash will heat the inside of your car for hours. (laughs) So it takes very little flame to heat the inside of a car. And that's assuming, of course, that your car loses power or whatever, right? he suggests bringing something to mark the vehicle. So if you were to leave the highway, for example, or if you were on the side of the highway on the shoulder broken down, that you have something like whether it's an orange vest, a pylon, uh, anything, something to mark the vehicle. And as our friend did on Twilliger over Anthony Henday, hood up, uh, flashers on if they're working so that people will stop to assist you. Um, a shovel, he suggests, grab whatever shovel you yeah. use because in the event that maybe it's just a, a matter of sliding off the yeah, highway, perhaps a shovel out. can get you back out again. But the number one piece of advice, and it's good advice, and I, I think it's worth repeating, never, ever leave your vehicle. Never, ever. The assumption is that you could walk, but in these temperatures, and particularly at night, you'll lose body heat so yeah, fast, right. you'll be shocked. storm, you can lose direction, exactly. you name it. Um, so stay with your vehicle, and if you've done all those other things, uh, you would hope, of course, that somebody would be along. And of course, it goes without saying to bring a cell phone, but we're not always, I know on even major highways, I'm sometimes out of coverage, and that's mm-hmm. typically where you run into trouble, but 
it, it's a it's a great suggestion, a little peace of mind if you're going on a road trip. How's uh, your Christmas tree doing at your place? If you have a real one, have you even put it up yet? Because I have always found that as soon as you you put it up, it starts to well, cause they're dead, right? <laughs> yeah. And they, the needles just start to fall, and it just turns into a big gong show. But in uh, in Italy, in Rome, in the main plaza, they put up this Christmas tree on December eighth. The thing costs seventy three thousand dollars, mm. ladies and gentlemen, seventy three thousand grand, and it looks. Well, they're describing it as it looking like a, a a toilet scrub brush. A toilet brush, mangy. Yeah. it's been described as. Uh, it's been described uh, roughly translated from Italian as baldy. It's been compared, <laughs> as you just said, to a toilet brush, a twenty one meter tall <laughs> toilet brush, and I've seen pictures. Oh, of it's it, awful. That's a fair description. Like, all you can see is the branches and... Yeah. yeah, they've put all these balls on it, and six hundred silver-colored decorative balls. It doesn't matter, um, and people are stopping to take pictures <laughs> with it are. because it's so ridiculous. And uh, the mayor, uh, Virginia uh, Aragi, I think Aragi, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> She's taken a ton of heat over it uh, with people saying that really it kind of represents just how rundown Rome has become, that this is their tree. So it's not just our city council that takes grief for these things. <laughs> not that we have a bad tree, but you know. Yeah, but our New Year's Eve is going to be at 10 o'clock this year. <laughs> is that what? Is what? Yeah, you were not here. Yo, you weren't here for that. So you know how they usually do the New Year's Eve celebration at midnight downtown? Well, yeah. I, yeah, it's going to be at like 9 or 10 this okay. year. Okay. What? Yeah. Yeah, more family friendly. Well, why don't we do Christmas in the summer? It's better for everybody to get outdoors. <laughs> City Council, what are you thinking? How was I not here for that story? Ten o'clock, really? Eh? Yeah, no, that's a mistake. 10. Don't Google it. It's well, it's a mistake, but I'm not. I'm not mistaken. You know, no, I know you're not mistaken. They, that's a classic example, Jayla and I, of where they we need that position I talked about before of the average Joe, Joe the average Joe. Yeah, yeah, where they phone up and they say, "Hey, you know that event that's marked around the world at midnight? We're thinking about doing it at ten. And then the average Joe would go, "That's dumb," and they'd go, "Thank you," oh. and we'd go back to midnight. Some of your um, texts coming in this afternoon. Okay, your dad dropping the f bomb in the church is hilarious. Merry Christmas, you two. That's from Walt. Um, um, and then says, my scouts choose Home Alone over Elf. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, Terwilliger Guy no longer broken down. Yay, Terwilliger Guy. Excellent. Merry Christmas. And how about this one? My brother and I saw Santa Claus fly over our house on the way home in the late 1980s. We went to bed so fast that year. The moon <laughs> shined light on the sleigh. I'm so excited to hear the phone calls. Hi, Santa. <laughs> and for traveling, the most essential thing for me to have in my truck is my AMA car. Very true. Any kind um, of road assistance. Maybe some non-perishable granola bars and snacks. Maybe beef jerky. I heard chocolate's good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this uh, survivalist was actually uh, centered on, it's a great suggestion, but I think he was more centered on survival as opposed to, uh, you know, being comfortable. Yeah. But snacks yeah, are never but, a bad you know, idea. Especially if you have kids in the car, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chew on this. Give him a piece of... <laughs> Anyone ever lived truck through... St- truck stop jerky. Have <laughs> you chewing on that till next year. That, that hell of taking kids on a road trip. We there yet? We there yet? Mm-hmm. Mine used to get car sick just to make things even more brilliant. <clears throat> Ugh. Kids are great, hey? You should see a picture of this Roman Christmas tree. It's quite something. And my snowman is almost completely is now. Is it a puddle, a puddle now? Almost. I'll take another picture and tweet it in just a second. I tagged you in on my last one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can take a look. Um, so coming up after three, as I say, we're going to have Santa Claus.
Um, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, honest, a, a little peek behind the curtain here, folks. We don't have a single call parked yet. So there could be a whole lot of tap dancing after 3 o'clock with Santa here if we don't have kids on the line. So 496-0063, the number to call, and we'll get you in order. So if you're actually, if you were to call right now and have some patience, you'd be the first that Santa talks to. Uh, this is interesting, too. Kellen taking over the uh, board from Bree here in the next little while. Just had a text from her, a tweet saying, Tarts are inbound, Commander. Oh, nice. Yeah. I forgot about that aspect of Christmas Eve. Well, it's not Christmas Eve. For us, it is our last day before Christmas. Oh, this midnight mass packed to the rafters and a gentle and as a gentleman we gave up four seats to stand at the back realizing it would be a very long mass we stepped outside and had a tailgate party <laughs> my mom and dad never knew <laughs> that we left nice very nice so Hey, uh, while we're still, before we get Santa in here, while we're still uh, sort of dealing with some local uh, news and issues, looks like, you remember that whole, I lost it on the pool thing? That's right. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the move from the waiting pool to the ankle waiting pool. Right, outside of Edmonton City Hall. Looks as though uh, it's gained some moment- momentum to, to stop their plan to turn it into nothing more than a fountain, which we, it was originally designed to be. But Councillor Aaron Paquette um, is leading the charge. He says that most councillors agree that the 25-year-old pool must be rehabilitated to meet provincial health standards, but should be able to stay as a pool. And again, that's another... i got to be honest with you. Well, first off, it's not a pool. It wasn't meant to be a pool, but... You're not really swimming in it. It's been used as that, right? It's for waiting. It comes to your knees. Exactly, but the kids love it, and and it's just one of those things, like the accidental beach, that just sort of became something it wasn't designed to be, but now has been embraced. But this one goes back for 25 years, and again, I feel like had anyone phoned an average Joe and said, hey, you know that thing outside City Hall that is hugely mm-hmm. popular with kids and adults. We're thinking about uh, getting rid of it. They would have gone, well, if it's hugually popular, keep it. And, the, and the, they would have been like, great idea. You're right. Great idea. But once again, that department yet exists, as, as yet to exist, but it should. That's what I want for Christmas. I want the city to announce that they're opening an average Joe ministry. I don't know if they're called ministry department, I guess, <laughs> city of Edmonton. And I don't intend to staff it myself. See, the thing is, I think that's what our city councillors are supposed to be. Yeah, I I know, but sometimes. 10 o'clock for a New Year's Eve celebration. Brilliant. (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) So why even call it a New Year's? Okay. Welcome. Are they going to count down? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's going to be... Happy two hours to New Year's, everybody. (laughs) Happy... Ontario New Year's. <laughs> yeah, for all of you <laughs> who moved here for work from Ontario, Happy New Yay, Year. Yay, thank you for being here. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and survival, have a backup cell battery in case your car battery dies. Yeah. Hmm, there you go. All right. Kay. Let's do this. Okay. Do you have something for us, Bree? I love this version. Of what? What is this? Jingle bells. Listen. This is jingle bells. Listen. Listen. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle Sinatra. Oh, okay. I'll let it go. It is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Through the snow. 
4960063. Santa's coming up next. If you have the kids who want to talk to Santa, call now 4960063. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.